10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. Happy May. It's May. What? I know. Crazy, Uh right? (laughs) Today is Saturday, May 1st. And uh, what's my name? It's Allison Burns. And I'm Lulu Picard. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast. It's called 10K Dollar Day. It's a comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. Those drop on Wednesdays and Saturdays. We have an amazing episode today, you guys. Please go over and check out Lulu's interview with David Friedman. He's one of our friends. He's a Disney composer. He's just amazing. So check that out. Uh, But this is why you're here. It's the 10-Minute Daily Happy. Yep. And this week on the Daily Happy, we're featuring Booking.com. We love using Booking.com for researching and reserving our accommodations, both in our imaginary and our real travels. So whether you're booking for real or booking for your dreams, visit 10kdollarday.com slash booking dot.com to explore the endless possibilities. Nice. Now I do have to let everyone know. Um, <laughs> I am currently, we're back into dance mom weekend this uh-huh. weekend and I'm in Tampa and I'm actually sitting in the hallway of a hotel in downtown Tampa. <laughs> and I have to say though, you know how, uh, I don't know the, the carpet in whole in hotels, like are just kind of sketchy, regardless of where you go. Yes, are you so sitting I, like, on the carpet? Yes, on and your, that's the problem. On your I'm real on, clothes, you didn't bring a towel my, in from the room. I did not. I'm just sitting. It's so funny, actually. I have the what's those rolly cart things called? The luggage carts. Oh, like a like a. Uh-huh. Like yeah, a bell the luggage carts. Cart? Yeah, the bellhop carts. So yeah. I have that next to me. That's my desk. <laughs> okay. I and think I'm you sitting sit in the cart. <laughs> on the floor. I know I probably should move up. But to be honest, the cart has carpet on the bottom of it too. It doesn't That's look true. too great. It's disgusting. Don't do but that. But yes, I am in a hotel. It's been adventurous already. We've already broken two elevators. Uh-oh. Both of the elevators we got on refused to move and started beeping wildly. And so they had to come fix them. And then once we got up to the floor, I ran the cart into a side of the wall and not even hard. And the whole like half of the wall fell off. Where and are I was you like, staying? Is this a real <laughs> hotel? I feel you should leave. Yes. Can you leave now? I know. It, you guys, here it is. It's the Hilton downtown Tampa. That is the Hilton and there's more. So then we get into the room and the air doesn't work. So we had to call the guy up. And so he did come up, he fixed it. So that is being fixed. But yeah, already guys, we've been here about 30 minutes. It's off to a good start. Oh man, I'm sorry. Crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, luckily you're there for something so peaceful and content that (laughs) um, if your room is not as haven, it's not really that big of a deal because you can always just go back out into the oasis of dancers. That's true. Mm-hmm. What was I thinking? Yeah, this is a perfect scenario. Uh, <laughs> one thing, though, that I am going to look forward to when it does come to travel and staying in hotels is the fact that Europe is about to open its doors to vaccinated American tourists, and it happens this summer. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Are we going to Paris this year? Right? So... I didn't even realize, I mean, I knew that like borders have been shut down, but it's been over a year Uh that Americans have not been able to visit Europe for non-essential trips. Let's Uh just say that. But this summer, the president of the European Commission told the New York Times that they are going to allow vaccinated Americans to come over. And Greece has already announced that Americans who show proof of the vaccination uh, can visit um, Greece this summer as well. So I mean... Italy, I feel, just got it back. Listen, everyone, that's awesome. But in Europe, the borders are so, are so, the countries are so small that 
everywhere is a border. So if you are going to go to Europe, I would say look at the countries bordering the country you want to go to. Yeah. Um, if COVID is a big deal to you, does that make sense? Because it's all, yeah. all such small areas that I feel like they all kind of share the same space. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But let's go to yeah. Paris. <laughs> let's go. Let's, I mean, this summer, I mean, really, I feel like it's already summer in Florida. It's already like 92 degrees every day. So I'm already like, when are we going? It's got to be right around the corner. I know. I know. So I found a really cool article today I want to talk to you guys about. Um, it's I found it on CNN and it has to do with singing, which, you know, Lulu and I both sing. And if you don't know, well, now you do. But <laughs> there's this lady, her name is Tabitha Halley, and she was born with a rare muscular disease. However, to exercise her lungs, they have found that she needs to not just sing, Five but belt, Wait. like belt it out. Like they had to teach her how to belt in order yeah, to do so that? The, they've realized that over the years that singing is a great way to actually strengthen the lungs. Okay? Oh, yeah, I believe that for sure. So she, she told CNN that she knows now at her age that if she can't sing a certain note or if she can't hold it uh, a certain amount of time anymore, that she's gotten weaker, that something's like going on. If and she, she gauges it off of how oh. how she sings because she said it's a hard disease to kind of like, you know, tangibly see what's happening. So, yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it 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 sounds like she's singing from muscle memory, right? So she's like going off that sensation maybe. Yeah. And then when she says I can't hit a note, I mean, is she sitting there with a is she actually tuning to something when she does this or is it um, more like exactly a yeah, i do know that she plays instruments oh, and this oh, all started oh, okay. yeah okay. she was diagnosed with this um let me see exactly what the disease is called it's a de degenerative condition that affects muscle movement and respiration and so she got that diagnosis when she was nine months old and at three years oh. old is when they started her singing oh so she's so, done it all her life yeah oh wow so she, yeah and she said it actually was not only helpful for the actual lungs, right? The health of her body, but also emotionally. And she was like, it actually, I was able to kind of like get out a range of emotions based on the songs that I wanted to sing. And Come she on. even started writing some songs to like, just help her kind of, you know, get through certain things that she was going through whenever she felt down, she said, or like she couldn't do something. She would just start writing and then she would just sing. She'd start belting and be like, I can do this. I can do this. So I don't know. I just love, you know, we both teach voice. So yeah, for me, I, I love was like, that. well, we talked about that story. Oh gosh, months and months and months ago of the opera singers in England that were helping yeah. COVID patients get their breath back too. Yes. So it's really cool. And what a cool way to channel. I'm sure we have a lot of people listening who are singers because we, you know, we just have a lot of performers. Um, mm -hmm. But if you're a singer in this whole pandemic, you've been like, I don't want to go into the hustle again. What can I do? Right. You could go help people. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people, I think, that have found that passion during the pandemic, too. Yeah, it's awesome. Because they've had a moment to, like, sit and, like, you know, but figure I've, it out. I, I've thought about this. I don't know that mm -hmm. I've said this out loud on the podcast, but I'm very conscious of the fact that the pandemic came at the most useful point of my life for my generation, for our generation. Right. Cause yeah. I think we're like right where 
you either go farther into your career or revamp. Yeah. And I think that's it. Two we're at the perfect minutes age remaining. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we all got to sit back and go, uh, okay, cool. That's what I was doing before. Is that what I want to do? Is that how I want to be seen? Is that, you know, especially for performers, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. And I think our whole generation got to do that. And I don't know any other, any other modern generation that sat back to reevaluate what they wanted to do with their life. Yeah. And then had kind of social permission to explore whatever that was. Right. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Look at you. Yes. <laughs> I love all that. That's just thoughts I have. I don't know. <laughs> no, I love it. I love your thoughts. Um, we are going to talk about a happy, but I want to start with what made me happy. And I read that this uh, bit of information today is that in 1904, this weekend. So this is the anniversary of this thing that I'm about to say. I couldn't do the math to say how many years ago that was. Okay. 2021 minus 1904. Yeah, I years. got it. I would have subtracted. The ice cream cone <gasps> made its debut. Oh, this is important. Right? Now, it was an originally a warm dough rolled flat what? as it came out of the oven. And then they would like shape it up or something. <sighs> Yeah, interesting, right? Anyways, ice cream made its debut, you guys, however many years ago, a gazillion years ago. Oh my God. Can you imagine that day when they were like, guys, you can hold your ice cream? You're like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 seconds remaining. And then you eat the cone. (laughs) I would have been like, what? What? Show me the Instagram. How do you, what's happening? I know. I'm trying to think of something else in our life now that we would, if something was made. But like a food thing or anything? Like a food thing that we were like, what? That's how you can oh, eat it. Uncrustables. It has to be uncrustables. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> when when nine, you could just pull a PB and J out of the freezer. Six, five, ah, four, that was my happy when I was nine. There you go. Two, Come on. One. 